Hi everyone, my dad Dallas and his mate Jono keep on making uh, brilliant episodes of the Dad Game podcast each week. I am sure this one will be a cockatoo, I mean a crackatoo. Also, Ocean Soul keep on supporting the lads and I love that Ocean Soul also support the environment. And you can check out their stuff at ocean-soul.com.au or on Facebook at Ocean Soul AU. Hey, how you going? Hey, mate. Pretty good. I've, uh, I've, when I say good, I'm all right. Like I've got a yeah. little bit of a cold coming. Oh, not the COVID. First, well, I don't know. I, I just, I, I've got that sort of like hot nose thing yeah. and a little bit of a head cold, but I have nothing wrong with my nose. Oh. Obviously, my nose is nicely fixed up your now. Got, no, uh, you're, not, you're, not, you're not re-deviating your septum, are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't, even, don't even know how I'd do that. But no, I, I took my first ever test yesterday. Oh, and congratulations. It yeah, it was yeah. negative. I, it was just a, it's funny. My wife said to me, she goes, you've got the new nose now. Maybe you can like take on the cold <laughs> a little bit better. Maybe you're more equipped for it in all these years. You've been struggling, but no, I think I'm okay. I, I'm up and about tonight. Um, oh, how about you? Yeah, not too bad. Had a um a very fun, like literally just had come from this uh, very confusing uh, conversation with Ella tonight. Yeah. So she wanted to use my phone for something and we were obviously having a robust discussion beforehand. And in my attempt to make her use some manners, I said, uh-uh-uh, not until you say the S word. Oh, and no. she's gone, oh, shit. And I went, no, not that word. And she's gone, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I meant sorry. And we're just absolutely cracking ourselves up laughing because she honestly thought yeah. she wasn't getting the phone until I made her swear. Oh, so, well, that's, yeah. Well, that goes to show what sort of which, parenting styles you might have. Yeah, at the time. It's not my parenting style. So she did apologize. She yeah. got the phone and wanted to play some, you know, One Direction or whatever it is, music yeah. and I wanted my phone back immediately. But anyway, that's what happens when yeah, you probably lead them astray a little bit. Is, so is that one of those stories that makes it to the wife, or does that just get kept between the two of you? Oh no, at hundred percent made it to the wife. Like we both yeah. were so excited to tell Jackie that like we were both, you know, stumbling over each other to tell the story, you know. To, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. And then oh, I got uh, um, the wife wife's response was your response, which was, Oh, well, that's what you get for, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being you. <laughs> anyway. Oh um, uh, well, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I've got myself a Pinot Gris, or as they would say in Italy, a Pinot Gris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, I think you pronounced that wrong. And I don't, I'm not the best at pronouncing things at the best of times. Yeah, well done. So, Sorry, I should have let you get to the end. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's always a joke. So paired well with uh, some spicy Thai tonight. So okay, yeah, I'm just I've opened the bottle. Yep. I might try and finish the bottle. No, it's it's, it's a school <laughs> Depends night. Depends how but... long this pod goes for. Yeah, for sure. And and you, you've got something there? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've got a Young Henry's. Haven't had this before. The New Towner. It's an Australian pale ale. Pretty good. It's mm-hmm. come in a pack. So my brother was up the other day, first time in a long time. And actually, we um, I've mentioned it before, but we did our fantasy footy draft, our AFL Supercoach oh, yeah. draft. And we, we needed some drinks for the night. And we got, went to Dan Murphy's and got one of those six packs or nine packs or whatever it was with different craft beers in them. Yep. So I've worked my way slowly through each one. There was a couple left over. I'm not going to talk much about the raspberry flavored one that was in there. Uh, I don't think raspberry should have gone with beer. Um, mm. And after drinking that, it definitely shouldn't have gone with beer, but yeah, young Henry's is a bit of a winner. So pretty happy yeah. with it. I might um, look into getting some more down the track. You always get some interesting. Uh, there's always one or two interesting flavors in those craft packs. Yeah. Like the Christmas pudding one. That I oh, had. that's right. Yeah, well, and it, it's not good yeah. after you've had other beer. 
yeah, no, you know, like regular beer, and then you go with a flavored one. It's uh, I don't know what they were thinking, but I suppose they had to put something extra in there. That's right. Yeah. Following on from your story a little bit before with Ella, I've got a little musing for you tonight. Mm-hmm. I put up a photo the other day on my Instagram. So or not a photo, a story. And I've had a fair bit of feedback come back as I do often with my mates, usually not always positive. Yeah. But I, I want to know if you've heard this term before or not. So what happened was I was, this was during a lot of the rain that we had here on the Gold Coast. And so I was walking my dog, thought I was in the clear. There was no clouds around. Anyway, um, lo and behold, it starts pouring down halfway through my walk. So we sprinted home. Uh, the dog and I had a great time. I was drenched. So my clothes were like dripping wet. I think I had a gray shirt on maybe. And so what I did was take a selfie of sort of like my top half of my head down or not even my face down of my shirt clinging to my body. Mm. And I was just holding it up and, and my whole, and I, and I stick to this story. My whole point of that photo was to show how drenched I got. Cause I think I wrote like when you, you get, you know, rained on halfway through your walk or yeah. torrential rain or something thinking that was the funny part of the story mm-hmm. and that people might, you know, engage with me and say, oh, yeah, I've had that before or whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get all these comments back from my mates calling me a thirst trap. A thirst trap. Thirst trap. Have you heard of this before? I, I haven't. I From context, I'm, I'm thinking I know what it is, right. but I've never heard. I've never even seen it written. <laughs> well, so. look, I'll read you the Urban Dictionary definition that I had to look up afterwards because I didn't know what it was. Which is uh, always, never do that at work. Always yeah, do no, that I on, on a home, on home computer. <laughs> But anyway, it came and don't do images, but it came up with a sexy photograph or flirty message posted on social media for the intent of causing others to publicly profess their attraction. Okay. Which is not what happened to me. I wish I'd seen this photograph now. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) you you shouldn't. But apparently it was clinging to my body or something like that. And even if it was, that's not really very thirsty or very trappy. So I'm not really sure how that worked. But yeah, for anyone out there, just be really careful what you post now because there are all these terms out there that some of us maybe in the age bracket don't know about. Mm. But But it's, yeah. Urban Dictionary should also be called Parental Understandings. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe we've we've been talking lately about how we can expand dad game. Maybe we need to do a definitions book or something. Yeah, because I came across Urban Dictionary during Cards Against Humanity. You know that card game? Oh, you haven't played that. Because there's some, you know, you're you're sitting there with these cards with all these, you know, interesting sort of phrases on them. And sometimes, like, I had no idea what they were meaning. And it might say things like thirst trap or whatever. So you'd be secretly like urban dictionary, the definition (laughs) of whatever these things are. Yeah. So that when you played the cards, it would be funny. But then you're also realizing that half the people around the table, if they're of our age, wouldn't understand the, the humor either necessarily no, so no. <laughs> yeah urban dictionary is is definitely going to be very important when our kids become teenagers yeah because they're going to be talking like gangster hood style <laughs> that shows how that. cool i am how i just oh, said that i was just to say we've hit that age where all of a sudden we are out of the loop yeah of what's what's like the the current current trends etc yeah definitely i tried to impress the other day by like rapping every word to an Eminem song. I still somehow remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something I can do a few of those. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mildly amused would be the, you know, <laughs> whereas I was really impressed that I remembered all the words. This is where I was wondering where she got that SHIT word from. Yeah, yeah. Probably come up in some of your raps. I think it was a radio <laughs> edit. I try to pick those as much as I can, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We better move on to correspondence because we have got a lot and yeah. I was sort of sifting through it before. So we're going to need to run through these relatively quickly. 
Yep. Or else we're going to have one of those really long podcasts that we're trying not to do. So let me get into some of the messages that we've got and I'll see how quickly I can wrap them up. So first one we got from Dylan. What we might've had Dylan on once or twice before Dylan sent us a photo. This is obviously um, not long after we talked about the passing of Shane Warne and he had a photo with Warney and his caption was, he can confirm that Warney preferred to drink his vodka Red Bulls rather than wear them down the back of his shirt. Yeah, because yeah. in that photo that Dylan was getting taken with Warney, Dylan had one of those drinks in his hand and obviously put his arm around him or tried to and tipped the drink all the way down his back. But then he yeah. went on to say that Warney is a legend and took it like a champ, still smiled for the photo. So what a, what a legend. Yeah, that was in response to the post we put up about having a, a vodka and Red Bull That's in one right. of our previous recordings. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We've heard again from John. John's texted in a few times and he also um, gave us a topic from last week, which was conflict. So thanks, John. But he uh, he's really keen for dad camp. Yeah. So we've had quite a few I think people he's... start riding in for dad camp now, which worries me. Yeah, I think his bags are packed. He's standing out the front waiting <laughs> for the bus. Yeah, I'm sure he's got his golf clubs ready to go too. <laughs> yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, well, um, we, we, I don't know. Do we have to actually do this thing now? Or are we just yeah, gonna... and he has yeah. to sign one of those forms on, you know, what to take, what to bring. Yes, yeah, so just send us your credit card details, John, and we'll get back to you. Absolutely. Um, we got a P, couple of PWTTSs, but one that stood out this week was um, Pino Jalapenos. Yeah, nice. In relation to your joke of going to the, the Mexican restaurant drive throughs I think. Yeah. One of the alert listeners last week picked me, oh no, two weeks ago, it might have been, three weeks ago, picked me up on one of my catch-up options when I was saying catch-up with a mate during the tough times. And I think I said, get a beer or either go to the pub. <laughs> and they, they said, yeah, that, that isn't that the same thing. And actually, technically, I think I well, meant get shortly, a beer at home or yeah. take your beer home or go to the pub. But I'm not going to nitpick that. So thanks for that alert. Listen. Even that explanation there, I feel someone's going to pick you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Hey, Owen, first time contributor, wrote in without, uh, about our hot sauce recommendation the other yep. week. So he has recommended Frank's hot sauce. And he says it's the original buffalo wing sauce, which I think you then posted. Is this right? You then yep. had this for lunch and posted it on our Yeah, page? made some made some crispy chicken wings homemade recipe, which will have to go into a, um, a recipe book at some point if we do that, uh, Jono. But um, yeah, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. And the good thing, see, I'm a, I'm a fiend for, you know, market style stuff, you know, go to a yeah. market, find a hot sauce, whatever. The best thing about yeah. Frank's, which is delicious, supermarket store-bought, and yep. yeah, Owen was was a huge recommender of that and said, you got to get yep. on it. And uh, I ran out pretty much, got some wings and cooked them up that day. So well, awesome. funny, funny you say that. I had wings on Sunday night, yep. buffalo wings from our local butcher, and they were delicious. We had uh, a lot of people. I, I didn't realize it was such a big thing, but the hot sauce is quite a popular um, thing amongst many dads, especially, so, yep. or, or men sort of around our age. So we had quite a few people right in um, enjoying the hot yep. sauce. So we do encourage, as always, and I know there's a few more, Corres to go through now or correspondence yep. to go through now. <laughs> Corres, no, that, I like that. But we've had heaps of people wanting to engage in that. So please just send us your favorite hot sauce, recommend, you know, Jono's promised that if you send them all through, he'll mix them all in a bowl and have a drink. So <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I will film that as an Instagram live. Yeah, That'd be good. Right. Now, hey, I got an email from a first time correspondent. Correspondent, correspondent, correspondent. Yeah, it's from Brett. So, and, and he went old school and gave us an email. Yeah, so, we love yeah, the emails. So well there. And I love the title of this email. Man cannot live on Foo Fighters and Palmers alone. Mm. So as I read this out, that might make a little bit more sense. Yeah, there's, I think there's, if there was a, um, if you could emphasize an email title with a little bit of sarcasm, I think yes. this one might, might have it in there. Well, so. it, yeah, it relates to our chat about the Foo Fighters the other week. 
and where you've listened to the Food Fighters on your Discman. But Brett's gone with, hi, fellas, long-time fan of the show, a big supporter of a lot of the things you guys talk about each week. Not such a fan of the beer choices or the music references. <laughs> so, right. hey, this might be hate mail, actually. Yeah, no, it's all good. And this week, well, I don't, don't mind yeah. that. <laughs> this week, I thought I'd share a fantastic quote from Nick Cave in regards to the red hot chili pe- peppers, which I agree with entirely. So the quote is, I'm forever near a stereo saying, what the F is this garbage? And the answer is always the red hot chili peppers. And the Dave. red right hand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah decent. Um, yeah, Nick Cave got some cool songs. Yeah. Keep up the good, uh, the great work, gentlemen. Enjoying the laughs, the inspiration, and some of the guests. Reckon it'd be great to get the wives on one week. Mm. So from Brett. So that felt like one of those compliment sandwiches. You know, how you, you come up with something good, the info in the middle. But that's good. I like that. We need a little bit more engagement like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it wouldn't be a correspondence without a message from Mick because I do get a bit of correspondence with where's Mick or how's Mick going and we haven't yep. heard from Mick for a while. So Mick uh, sent us a photo this week of a almost salmon poke bowl that okay. he was eating, which I think his wife made for him. It looked delicious. And mm-hmm. uh, he was actually quite inspired, he said, a few weeks ago listening to the Carso episode just talking about how he balances his life, work-life balance, et cetera. And, and Mick was going to try and implement some of that in his life, which I found really interesting to listen to. Yeah. Even through a little bit of me in there, which I was pretty happy with. And I didn't, I didn't respond yet, but um, yeah, about, about, you know, yeah. Trying to balance everything we need to do. Keen listeners would know that Mick, Mick's a new dad and yeah, certainly uh, traveling for work and those sorts of things have become, you know, real and yep. yeah, just in, inspired by some of the stuff we've been sort of, touching on with a few people around how to balance all of that. So really cool, Mick. And yeah, people might know that Mick's written in once or twice. <laughs> once, yeah, once or twice a week. <laughs> Love it, Mick. <laughs> Keep it up. Okay. Dad hack of the week. Now, hey, this is, I, I was, sometimes I Google dad hack. Sometimes I YouTube them. Sometimes they're just things that I've done in my own life or you've, you've done in your life. Mm. This week I, I was Googling and I couldn't find anything that I've really liked. And then this one was staring at me right in the face in our own house. Yeah. So we've been doing this for about a year or so since my three-year-old Jack graduated from the high chair to sitting at the dining table. Mm-hmm. We've got chairs that like are a material chair with like the cushion underneath it inside it. So this wouldn't be needed for if you had a wooden chair or like a leather stool or something, I suppose. But with Jack, obviously at his age, when he eats his dinners, he makes a fair mess, especially with something like spaghetti or sauce or whatever. So we have bought a waterproof mattress protector just for a kid's bed or a single bed so it's not that big and it just fits very neatly over the top of this chair and whenever he spills anything on it it just goes on the mattress and then the mattress gets a wash every like couple of weeks yeah so i thought this was a great way our our chairs are gray so you know you spill anything on it and and everyone can see it yeah so most of the time we haven't been able to avoid any spillages on the seats so i'm pretty happy with that Oh, look, not bad but if you want to go the full hack i think just wrap the kid in the mattress protector (laughs) And then you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about I do that next? Because then you protect we'll everything. Because yeah. otherwise you're going to have a house full of mattress protectors. Yeah. I just say wrap the kid in mattress protectors. In fact, why don't they make kids clothes out of mattress protected oh. materials? Yeah. Like Teflon or something. So everything just falls off it. Just, have you yeah. seen, have you ever watched Dexter? Uh, one well, episode. Anyway, I don't, it's not a spoiler, but Dexter, when he makes his, um, his kills, he, he has the kill room. So all he does is like, he, he makes a whole room full of glad wrap. Oh, yeah. Technically. I've yep. considered doing that in some parts of my house now. I just put it all around the wall, over the TV, over all the tables and chairs, and that, that would work out well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think um, making kids' clothes out of a sponge material, so everything just absorbs in rather yeah. than spills off, 
Right, right. I, hang on. I'm just going to trademark that now. Make sure it's not taken. Also, you could just probably tell your kids to take off their shirt. Yeah. Like we do. Only <laughs> if they're your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just double check that. Yeah. All right. We're not encouraging that. <laughs> Tonight's topic, mate, I thought we should have a little bit of a chat and we've done early on in the, in the series, I suppose, maybe episode four or five, we talked about connection, Yeah. but that was, I, I feel that was a little bit more around connecting with your family, connecting with your friends, et cetera. Yeah. Tonight's topic more is the importance of community and networking, yep. especially coming out of lockdown. And I think how many people realized how important that can be. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think just before you get into it, cause this is, you know, sort of your turn for the topic as we, as we do, but pressure. Before we get into it, I think um, a couple of weeks ago, talking with Carso, it, it was really evident that, and it, we were joking a little bit around the name dropping, which was, which we sort of said at the time was really cool. And it's nice to sort of hear some of the people he's been working with, and we all love a bit of a name drop. But I think what's really evident with people who, who strive for, you know, next level sort of greatness or, or to try and get to somewhere and particularly going through from an adult perspective, you know, the non-traditional channels it's hugely important to have networks and it shouldn't be something that we're embarrassed about or that we think we're using people or that, you know, anything like, or name dropping is an issue. Networking is just incredibly vital, you know, LinkedIn, which is a social media platform, essentially networking, but it's so important to have those. And I think the old adage of it's not, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, it's so important in certain fields that you've got to be educated to get into certain fields and things, but to make those next level steps in life, in any part of life, I think networking becomes hugely important. And we, we sort of learned that through Carso's sort of discussion around some of the people he's been close with and how they inspire him and how they drive him forward and, and what exposure they've given him to, to other areas. So I was already thinking in this space and then you've come to me and said, like we always do, you know, oh, really relevant. Why don't we do something on sort of community and connections and those sorts of things? So yeah, really cool. Yeah. Spot on mate. So I thought what we do tonight, then if we're talking about community um, mainly, I just give us a little definition of what community can be because it can be a couple of different things, especially in this day and age with sort of technology and things. So uh, a community can be anything from a physical place, obviously where geographically people can connect but also a virtual space. So such as social media groups or private community platforms, you know, Facebook groups, um, yep. et cetera, like that. And I just, I sort of had a bit of a read and found out that communities bring like-minded people together with similar characteristics and common interests. Yeah. So every community operates with specific boundaries to meet the needs of that community. Hmm. So we'll talk tonight about a few different types of communities and, and the ways that people can maybe join some different types of communities and what might be best for, um, for the people listening. Yeah. And, and just actually jumping in there, you know, to sort of link that whole dad game stuff and how we try and make those real tedious links between sport and things in our own lives. Th that sounds a lot like the definition of like a sporting team as well. You know, people with common interests and similar characteristics and, and those sorts of things, but how in a team environment, it, it's not that intimate relationship. It's not that sort of ongoing you know, like you would have with your immediate family or it's still that sort of one degree separated. You've got the like-minded and common interests, but you're not going even, it's not hugely deep from a, from a relationship perspective. It's, it's almost a way to sort of network and escape and, and sort of be something else for a little while while having this sort of common interest. 
and, and expressing parts of yourself that you can get the most out of with others around you. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it reminds me a hell of a lot like a, a sporting club. And I think for people our age bracket and, and for dads at times and for, for parents as well is there are times when we sort of have moved on from, you know, whether it's playing sport or being involved in that sort of adult team environment that I really miss that, that yeah, I miss so- that sort of social aspect. But then this sort of concept of networking and community, I've never really thought of it as an ability to sort of replace that. So that's actually yeah. a really cool definition because it, yeah. it's pretty much what sport was giving me without the sport. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I was in the same sort of boat as you. Some of the research I did too, like a lot of this stuff came out, like it was there before COVID, but people were realizing it during COVID and during lockdowns. And obviously it might've been a little bit more prevalent for you than it was for me mm. up here for a lot of it. But I think that's what people suffered within the lockdowns. They, they lost their community. Mm. And thank goodness for things like Zoom and, and group chats and stuff like that, I suppose. But yeah, because they found like, um, well, they talk about like belonging to a group or community we can identify with helps us develop a stronger sense of personal and collective identity. So I guess that sort of, that took a bit of a hit for some people. Yeah. And it also gives us a boost to our self-esteem, our willingness to take on the world, make dreams happen, et cetera. Yeah. And I think like having a sense of community embraces spirit, character, image, pride. It's a bit of a vital element of a healthy community. So you can yeah. imagine like losing all of that in that time made it really tough for quite a lot of people. Yeah. And, and I do think in, in that definition, so really strong communities, really strong, you know, would, would survive, would have survived through those lockdowns because there would be ways to continue those like-minded type yeah. of activities through, yeah. but you do lose what we've spoken about, you know, a number of months ago, you probably lost the connection or the, yeah. or, or the that. physical. Yeah. And, and part of this, I suppose, whether it's community networking, whatever, yep. is is how do you sort of do that when you're not always going to go meet necessarily. I know the definition talks about it, but you're not always going to be meeting at a place. Yep. It's sometimes a phone call or it's sometimes just a catch up as you meet at the coffee shop or, or whatever it might be. Absolutely, yes. We lost that ability to sort of focus on on various ways to do that during COVID. But I do think that strong communities or new communities or new abilities to connect have started up as well. And it's about sort of, I think half the battle sometimes is identifying you're a part of one or you're identifying you're on the peripheries of one and how to be involved in one. You know, that's part of the challenge. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Because I don't know outside of like sporting ventures and things, I don't think I've probably ever stopped to think about what other communities I'm involved in other than yeah. maybe my neighborhood, which is quite a unique little, yep. we all moved in at the same sort of time and we've got kids the same age. So that's an awesome, you would call that a community, but do I, you know, do I call it that? Yeah. And, and maybe not. And maybe yeah. I should So yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I'd encourage listeners because that's what we'll talk about soon, but like to start thinking about what communities they're in, mm. how to get involved in other types of communities, put yourself out there a bit, because I think when you're part of a community too, it really helps you think about something greater than yourself. Mm. So yeah, yeah it's, it, there's like a bit of a bigger picture. Also talking about how tough it must've been for some people too, like, some of the studies that I read about, they linked emotional strain of loneliness caused by so- social isolation to physical illness, sleep disorders, heart diseases, weakened immune system. There was even a study I read that was done in Canada mm. that ranked social isolation as a higher risk factor for premature death. Yeah, wow. And I was like, whoa, that's interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's long-term social isolation. That's not, you know, a year or two, I suppose. That's yeah. sort of if you're a bit of a hermit, I guess. But yeah, but and- pretty interesting. 
I'm, I'm, I'll say this at the very start that I, I haven't done the research recently, but I've certainly seen some bits and pieces on this in the past. So if I get, I want people to do their own sort of research off the back of this. Yep. But certainly loneliness is not something that is associated with fundamentally being alone. Like as in no, yeah, you, right. you can yeah. be lonely in a relationship um, yep. and that, that, that might have alarm bells around it or, you can be lonely within within your family, you know, because you might long for or, or yep. need connections in other ways. So workplace, anything like yeah. that, really. Yeah. So it's not yeah. and and those studies that you, you were talking about with the loneliness caused by social isolation. So that's yep. that that's fairly obvious in that sense that if you're actually isolated and you're lonely. Yeah. But there are other elements to that. And and I think really strong you know, relationships, whether it's marriages or, or personal relationships or whatever, encourage or, or allows for, you know, those connections and those communities and those activities that exist sort of outside of that immediate relationship too. Yep. Yeah. So I think, and I think I said it on the, the, the podcast ages ago around if we had a um, family crest, it would be, you know, to each their own quarters yeah, yeah. and, and our, uh, you know the relationships are built really really strongly on the fact that we have also some things that we each like to do individually with uh, with others like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um in in not a swingers way but um <laughs> <laughs> just in yeah. case you were thinking that. <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i was thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so no just the, the vacuum cleaner no um so uh, <laughs> well the swing set yeah the swing set you um said some weird stuff yeah i know so but yeah it, it's really important to understand that there, there is nothing wrong with longing to be have you know broader networks and be involved in something greater that that isn't always connected back immediately to your family yeah, um yeah exactly right. know, yeah so well you've only got to look at say retirees and i've read this quite a few times about i don't know why but when you're retiring it's very important to still stay involved in communities yeah and you often see retirees don't you like they're they're in clubs or they yeah. go to their church or they um they're really active in some other things and volunteer work etc because it gives you that purpose yeah and they've and, got a bit more time to do it because I'd love yeah, to do all that. But Yeah, I know. So would I. I can't <laughs> wait to be retired. Yeah, I know. Um, give me another 20, 30 years. Yeah. So I thought I'd just list out, as we've done a few times in the past, just a couple of benefits about being involved in communities or a community because I don't want to rattle on for too long about this, but I'll just read out a couple of them because I thought it's pretty important that we know this because if you are thinking about, you know, getting involved in the community, these are some of the reasons why. Yeah. And maybe if you, if you weren't sure about it, then this is, might even help you out a little bit too. So obviously number one was support being part of a community enables us to give support to other members and obviously receive support there too. Hmm. And obviously that helps you feel really good and helps your mental and physical well-being. Another one there is influence. So with community participation comes empowerment. So when people feel empowered, they feel a sense of control, enabling them to influence positive change. Um, and it's about making a bit of a difference to the group that matters to its members. Uh, sharing. I like this one that stimulates innovation and growth. So mm. ideas breed new ideas. So apart from having, uh, I suppose, like personal benefits of gaining knowledge and insight, sharing also contributes to the community's greater worth. Yeah, and and you can bounce ideas off each other, and you can be inspired by other people too. So and I'm yeah, and I'm not sure if you've got it, um, you know, for, further in as well. But I think also so important as adults, and 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 this is a personal opinion of mine. Yeah. In the world of you know where the algorithms of social media continue to sort of 
lean towards what you've liked before and what yeah. you think you like. We we constantly sort of driven down in our sort of private lives, our own thought processes. Yeah. Whereas the, the idea of a community, even though it's like-minded people often in your community and networks, it creates the ability for your normal thinking pattern to be challenged. So, you know, you might think you might vote Labor, I might vote Liberal, you know, whatever it might yeah. be. And we can we can have adult conversations around that. Yep. And part of that sharing as an adult is, is so important because otherwise we become just entrenched in our own thoughts. And yeah. what I worry about that as a dad sometimes is that not, not in any bad way, but you start to indoctrinate your kids into your thought processes. Mm. Whereas yep. if you can stay well-rounded and challenged, you don't always have to agree, yep. but in a really safe place, getting away from the algorithms and getting back into regular people's discussions yeah, that sharing, that innovation, that growth, but also the the just diversity of thought. Yep, yep. so that's, important. That's been elevated a bit too. I think with the um, social media boom lately, like mm. people don't talk and, and debate things unless it's online now. Yeah, like, you know, you've got your own little group. You'll be happy to have a go at someone else online, whereas you probably do, would be better if you actually talked about it face to face with someone. Yeah, and we where you know whether or not you've you you know you might Google the war that's going on over in Europe and. Whatever, whatever you're sort of Googling or whatever you're trying to learn from that, you know, your socials will pick up on which way you lean. Oh, yeah. And yeah. start sort of only giving you in, like, and we saw that with the pandemic, you know. It's really dangerous. Yeah. That people only start getting the information that they kind of, they're looking for. Yeah. And this um, would happen to us too. But then, then what you do is you start to believe one side of something because you're yeah. only getting served that. You're only seeing the people post about the same thing as you. And you think, oh, yeah, everyone believes the same thing as me. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're having these problems where people aren't sort of talking, you know, nicely about these things anymore because yeah, they're and, so and, entrenched in what they believe. Yeah, and a, a good way to sort of stop that is not go and not go to a meeting of the Ku Klux Klan to go and find out <laughs> what what the diverse thinking is in yeah. terms of racial diversity or whatever. Yeah, it's not go that far. It's go and just meet with more people. Yeah, go yeah. and have a you know go to the what it, you, the local community whatever yep. and and start conversations with people that allows you and i know we're coming off the back of conversations around conflict and yeah this is this is not going that far but it's allowing that challenge yep and sharing you know is is such an because once you share something you give somebody the ability to re- respond yep yeah um, it um it snaps you out of that sort of pattern doesn't it to yeah. a little bit brings you back to earth a bit which is nice yeah. A couple of the other things I found too, which is connection. We've talked about connection before and how mm-hmm. valuable that is and, and for how valuable relationships can be. Uh, learning and resources, I suppose, like when you're in communities too, you can find all these different resources. People have yeah. things that maybe you need or they point you in the right direction to things that, and open up doors for you that you may be never have really, you know, realized that you might be able to find. Yeah. And back to that sort of dad game team environment. This is mm. where with communities, networks, you start to play your role again. Yeah. If you know that, you know, you're play in your this, role. You're, yeah, play your role. <laughs> you're in this community of people who have slightly different strengths and weaknesses and maybe different working hours or maybe different yep. takes on certain things. And between you all, drop-offs and pickups become easier, you know, whether yep. it's, you know, within your neighbourhood. Uh, sharing, you might have too much of one thing. Um, growing in the garden and someone else doesn't have any of that or vice versa and you start yeah. sharing it could be books it could be educate it could be whatever it might be 
I think that learning and that resources, it's that team environment again. It's the potentially getting that balance right and getting everyone's role sort of right. You create that really, the team is greater than the individual. Great opportunity for, for, to look for what communities you might be a part of too is not only where, what you can benefit. Absolutely. But what you can add. How good is sharing like some your, your vegetables or something, fruit you've grown from the garden with someone else. Yeah, it's one of the so greatest good. things at our age, I reckon. Yeah, cook oh, too. Look, I've got all these lemons. Here, have these. If you're yeah, so you proud cook, yourself. cook too much and um, we've got, you know, as I said, we live in a great neighbourhood where you can send a message off to, you know, a, a group text to people in the neighbourhood saying, look, honestly, we've got way too much, you know, pasta and whatever. Limoncello. Yeah. Well, no, there's never enough. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> I'm always asking, does anyone have any lemons <laughs> <laughs> and vodka? Yeah, and yeah. Um, no, so, but it is, it's, it, it, it creates this awesome sense of contribution as well. Yeah. When you're, even if you're getting something in return, you, you still feel like you're giving. Oh, it's just awesome. But yeah, yep. play your yeah, role. Well, that's exactly right. Well, talking about all that sort of stuff, I was just trying to brainstorm some ideas because I thought if, you know, if we're sitting around or people are looking for something more in their life or they, they, they are listening to this going, Oh, I wouldn't mind getting involved in something different or yeah. getting out of my comfort zone a bit. Yeah. Just, I, be- just before yeah. you move on to that, I want to, you know, the keen listeners might know we have a bit of a script. Don't look over passion either that oh, you yeah. put down as well. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yep. So sorry. So passion, having an outlet for passion gives people the opportunity to share a subject they're passionate about. And this helps to spread confidence and encouragement to create new things that they can share with others. Yeah. You happy with that? I love it. <laughs> and because I misread it and I thought it said passiona and I was like, oh, oh how refreshing. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> I've um, that for a while, actually. What, actually, up. quiz. What's better, passiona or pasito? Um, are they the same thing? Well, I not. actually, yeah. That's like I, I always thought they were the same thing, but just with a different name. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. right oh, in oh. if you've got a if you've got a passion for either of those. Oh, right do the blind do the blind test. You know when you cover your eyes and you have a drink of each one, and which one tastes better? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, what did I mention before? Back to ideas for dads. So sports. I, I thought it, like the obvious one is a sports club. Yeah. I always found if I ever moved cities or didn't know anybody or was traveling or whatnot, living somewhere else. I just went to a footy club. Yeah. Basically, go to a footy club, start playing there, training there, and you you're straight in. Normally, yep. footy clubs. It doesn't matter which footy club it is; they're always pretty good at that. Yeah, or, or any, any, yeah, any sporting, any sports sort of club, club, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. but if you're getting too old, or that, you know, that's a bit too much for commitment for you, and you've got some kids, of course, hopefully they get into some sort of club. Might not be yeah. sport, but you know, it might be sport. It might be um, footy, it might be basketball, nippers, anything like that. Mm-hmm. They are really good too because one, you don't have to play and get injured yourself. But two, you get to stand around, have a coffee with the parents or a drink or something, and get to meet lots of other people doing the same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's something we're going to be into soon, pretty soon when the boys get a little bit older. I can't wait for that. And hopefully they pick something up and mm-hmm. we can all get around. Um, I sort of thought you could start your own group. Like, I mean, talking about sports club, you probably could start your own like D league or social league basketball club or soccer or something like that. There's always some yeah. fun times and stories that come out of those, but you can always start your own group. I've got some mates that started a golf group once that was pretty entertaining to listen to some of their stories. Mm. I've um, mentioned before, I've got a fantasy sports group. And that always gives us a good excuse to go away once or twice a year just to go for like an end of season trip or the draft night or something. So yeah, always good to have something like that. Um, I know a lot of people like to go to church. We've started going to church a bit more regularly now and, you know, you get to a community there and some like-minded people or some people around you that inspire you to, to live a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know enough about 
like men's groups. Yeah. Like, so I, like, I want to have a look around and, and some get some ideas or some correspondence from people. What sort of men's groups can you join? Well, obviously there's, so in my neighborhood, we're like a, a fairly, well, it's a new estate with, um, you know, it's sort of been built in the last couple of years and they've just invested really heavily in like a men's shed. Yeah, we have a men's always, shed near us. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always interested in like what goes on in there. Like it always just feels like, a, <laughs> to, to be, and this is not to be negative, but like it feels like an older man's place. Yeah. It, I'd love to sort of, you know, cause you sort of feel like everyone's just sitting out the front whittling um, a <laughs> That is exactly what our men's shed looks like. I see yeah. guys out the front with nice big beards and flannelette shirts on. Yeah. And they're all sitting there. They just look like all these guys who could just fix anything. Yeah. Really good with their hands. But I That's I exactly they if they if they're that good with their hands. That's why I want to go and check out. Miss Woolsey. I think I think they're um are they often aimed at more retirees and people like that well, or not? I, I wonder. I don't know. And and maybe this whole point is I should just wander up there and say hello and no but but what's the harm in you know again time becomes an issue with a lot of these networks and working full time and with families and with commutes coming back you know with people returning to offices and schools and all of these things time becomes an issue and this is where the online networks or networking through work or whatever becomes really important because you know Mm. sporting clubs yeah your kids particularly with kids that that can be good and other groups but one of the challenges in, in in networking in communities is that sometimes we allow other things in life to be prioritised. Yeah. I suppose with all those benefits that we've listed and spoken about, it's important to prioritise these connections and networks as well because it will add. You know, yeah. it'll add time. I noticed that you, you know a few others that you you had there are ways of doing like killing a few birds with one stone as well in terms yeah. of yeah like fitness classes yeah have you noticed like the the all those fitness classes that you know they run for 45 minutes etc they are now marketing a lot on the community like the feel of being there so obviously yeah. getting fit but they're not really marketing that there anymore they're marketing like how much fun it is to go with all these other people who are in the yeah. same boat etc so i reckon that's really smart and really clever yeah but they're obviously very successful too and um a lot of people go to those but you could also start, I don't know, like start a running club or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I tried to once. I actually tried oh, really? to start, Yeah, so you know you can create like these Facebook groups. Yeah. I thought once, you know, what's the harm? Like maybe every Saturday, this is before I knew about like big running clubs that exist. Um, there's that one around, oh, it, it happens in just about every town in Australia yeah. at the yeah. moment. But I thought, oh, what if on like a Saturday morning, uh, a run for fun Geelong, I think I called it, right? Where <laughs> people will just meet at a certain spot and we can all just go for a run. Yeah, um, it's catchy. Yep. And, yeah. So <laughs> I remember starting this Facebook profile and I got like a member really quickly. Oh, thought, cool. oh awesome. So a couple of days later, I <laughs> go back to see how many members I've got of this running group. <laughs> yeah. And the one member that had joined had now left. <laughs> and we hadn't gone for a run yet. No. So... <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of that. Work on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The short, short window to get that guy in, and he obviously he, <laughs> you weren't in there, so he's probably running around Geelong now. It was a, some other group. Someone must have seen it, and it was like you know when you accidentally like it, like accidentally double tap something on Instagram, and yeah. you think, oh crap, I didn't mean to like that, and you have to <laughs> quickly unlock. Yeah. I have yeah. this vision of like you running around with a few people, and then you're staring down another running club who's running in the other direction, and you all yeah. eye each other off, and like like news team assemble. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You've got all your yeah, sections that you're allowed to run in, etc. Yeah, but, but there's yeah, some so, ideas, guys. I don't know. Like, write in and give us some more ideas because I thought there'd be there's plenty out there. 
Mm. And, um, I, and I, yeah. I do think that looking for opportunities within your workplace as well, yeah, um, or within your industry and things, because as we learned from Carso, that that sort of sense of community and networking is also vitally important for personal development yeah. um, and potential sort of growth in that area too. So something that I've got to get a little bit better at now that I'm you know, settling into sort of new job and, and, and what that all means is now looking for opportunities to sort of network within that sort of broader base industry that I've, I'm in now yep. to find out more about it and, and what's, what else is out there. I'm really lucky that I get to my job works across a number of different organizations within within an industry. Yep. Um, so that networking is there, but how to make that sort of a slightly deeper sort of ongoing community as well would, is, is something I can explore after this conversation. Yeah, nice. Like it. So, and also guys, write in and tell us what happens at a men's shed, if anyone knows. Or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we get out tonight, mate, we better talk about a recommendation. And I think I'll throw it over to you tonight. I think you've got, um, or this week, I think you've yeah. got something good for us. Well, you were sort of a little bit, I don't know, you raised your eyebrows or whatever, because I, I can't remember how you saw it. Maybe it was in the back of one of my photos, but yeah, I've started a little bit of a vinyl collection. Yeah, I like it. And I know everyone can access music these days, you know, very easily on Spotify, which is also where you get the best podcasts. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> And some of the worst. But yeah. I, I got into vinyl while studying. Ugh, are you going to talk about masters again? Well, do you want me to? No. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> How long have we got? No. We'll do a topic uh, around Dallas's masters. But I actually found, so it's really, it, it, well, I was going to say it's really interesting, but I think by the end of this story, you'll be able to decide. If <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be the but judge of that. I can't read and listen to music at the same time, but I can, I can write and listen to music a little bit. Um, okay. But it, I found that when I was having these huge mental blanks, that if I listen to like Spotify, it's constant music, like music yeah. just keeps playing. Yep, yep, and then yep. I'd have to, whereas with a record, you obviously listen to a one side and then the needle kind of, you know, mm. the music stops. So what I was finding when I was studying was that put on a record, you listen to the the album, the way the artist designed it, you know, the yep. album is set up the way they want it to be. Yep. Um, there's a real, you know, it, it's a different way to sort of experience music and, and your favorite artists, but then also there'd be a natural moment 40 minutes in or 30 minutes in where the music would stop. And then I'd got this silence to then hopefully get over my mental blank. So that's yeah. how I got into yeah. vinyl. It's sort of a weird cool. way to do it, but I've found that now, like I'm going back a little nostalgically or, or whatever, and whether it's in secondhand stores or even buying albums at places like JB Hi-Fi or whatever new, yeah. Yeah. but looking for favorite artists and favorite bands and buying the records. Whereas again, you can just look them up on Spotify and just yeah listen to all their random music. So, you know, things like Pink Floyd's The Wall or mm. uh, well, Wolf Mother's album even. Oh yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. Um, things like Green Day's Dookie, um, the Led Zeppelin one, two and three. Brett's um, sitting at home spewing up listening to this probably. Yeah, red hot chili. No, I don't <laughs> actually have a chili peppers. Um, I got like Frog Stomp and and yeah, yeah. some Oasis albums, some Pearl Jam albums, the National. I, I think Ooh, I like the National, yeah. Yeah, I think what it does is it allows me to go and sort of 
just find an album. It doesn't have to be my favorite artist ever or whatever. It could just be the good, the album of theirs that I like. So yeah, yeah. there's a whole bunch that I'm getting together. And I actually like the feel. There's a feeling of the album as well. Like yeah. when you put it on and sit back and listen, it's sort of like the good old days when you used to have your CD. Yeah. You could read the words from the CD. So I don't know if people want to get into it or not, but certainly it's changed the way I'm experiencing music recently and, and yeah. allowing me some time out a little bit. So I actually now spend just half an hour or whatever time out listening to music because the record player is also not portable. Yeah, right. You know, so I can't get distracted. I can't, you know, move it down to the where I'm doing the dishes or whatever. So it's actually, I actually go up and listen to music. So, yeah, you sound like an old guy now because I've got a vision of you sort of sitting there with a robe or a smoking jacket on and a cigar, a scotch, just sitting in in your listening chair. Oh, I wish. I wish yeah. that would be it's amazing. It's all closed. Yep. Yeah, just just got back from the men's shed. And, um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, oh I can't wait to be an old guy. Oh, we're getting old. Yeah, I know. An older <laughs> guy, I should say. Yeah, love it. Yeah, good recommendation. And actually, I wouldn't mind hearing some people's recommendations on uh, their their albums of choice, their vinyls of choice. Yeah. Or what I yeah what I could could get next because i'm always I'll throw looking one for out another there. one yeah my um my dad's well, he's had a record player since i've been a kid and we used to listen to a bit um credence there's a sound yeah. like the the sound that credence like that crackle at the start and then it rolls yeah. into like you know run through the jungle or something that yeah that's one of my favorite songs yeah. i think especially on vinyl that's unbelievable well yeah and um actually fleetwood max rumors is a yes. great vinyl yeah and i've got a couple of other ones i've actually got God, I don't know if anybody would remember this as a tough reference. There was a Robin Hood, a Walt Disney Robin Hood, where Robin Hood was a fox. Yeah, I 100% remember that. Remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oodle Oodle I would watched that 100 times. Golly, what a day. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually got the vinyl of, they condensed that entire movie, like yeah. with, with the character, like with the actual character voices and songs down yeah. into like a 65-minute vinyl. Like an audio. Yeah. Well, yeah, I actually found that for like five dollars in a um in a, a <laughs> one of those the only mil- one ever made yeah mill markets or whatever yeah. And the other day I had Alla lying in my study trying to go to sleep while I had that playing and she absolutely loved it. Has she seen the movie? Uh I reckon I showed it. I don't think find she, that movie now. Walt well, Disney, it'd be around. Um, yeah. but yeah, she absolutely loved the concept yeah. of this audio playing. Yeah, cool. and you can invest quite a few dollars in apps to yeah. help kids go to sleep but you can just go. put on an old vinyl and they think <laughs> it's pretty boring enough to go to sleep anyway but yeah, they yeah. absolutely love that that was actually really cool i've also got the first ever 12th man on album oh yeah i've, I've got that in my car which is like i don't see any CDs, horribly but... horribly racist yeah and it's very wrong <laughs> horrible <laughs> <laughs> that's still funny though but yep. like not that part but like there are some funny parts uh before we go have you given a, have you been tempted to give it a bit of a wiki wiki or uh, like a bit of scratching you know what no i haven't no nah, and yeah. i hate you now because <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do it dj dallas yeah, yeah. i'm so nervous with it all like no. trying to put the needle down anyway yeah fair enough <laughs> Okay, thanks, mate. Thanks for sticking with me tonight and having a little bit of a chat about the, you know, the sense of community and the importance of, of having a good community around you and some networking. So, yeah, as always, it's been nice to have a bit of a chat about this and, and brainstorm some ideas and hopefully some people listening can can jump on board or get something out of it too. Yeah, for sure. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for the chat.
Thanks for listening.